0: Hi, I'm Tammy Potter, and welcome to the Pregnancy Process Podcast, a show designed to help you navigate the hugely transformative journey to motherhood, where you'll hear the unique experience of experts in this area, and the incredible stories of women sharing their conception pregnancy and postnatal journeys, so that you can have a healthier, more informed pregnancy. And in today's episode, I'm talking to newborn specialist and OCN-registered maternity nurse, Caroline Bilkey. Caroline is also the founder of Mummy's Whispers, an online and in-person service designed to help create confidence across your parenting journey. And alongside building a book of international high-profile clients around the world, Caroline has worked with Maternal Mental Health for the Ministry of Children in New Zealand. She's also worked extensively within the surrogacy industry as well as for same-sex couples. Today we're going to be talking about how maternity nurses can help during that all-important fourth trimester. We're also going to talk about what you can do during your pregnancy that can help during the transition to motherhood. And Caroline is actually currently 37 weeks pregnant. So I really hope that she doesn't go into labor while we're talking. Caroline, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. And I think first, let's talk a little bit about your education in the UK. I mean, my mum's a Karatani nurse. She studied in New Zealand where you're from. So we're both from New Zealand. Um, But how is that? Is that similar? So you're an OCN registered maternity nurse and a newborn specialist. Can you tell me a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, so Karatani is very, very similar. Uh, It was actually Karatani in New Zealand that told me to go and do this course in the UK. Unfortunately, they don't provide that service anymore there. Basically, the course is, so what OCN registered is, is OCN is the Open College Network. Um, So these courses are only available, well, to do in person, should I say, in the UK in the States, things like that. Uh, You can do them online now. Back when I did it, you couldn't. Mm -hmm. Um, And therefore, you learn everything to do about a newborn, really. So when they come into the world, and I guess it is very, what I like to say to people that kind of have no idea what we do, um, it is very specialised nannying on newborns um, and also as you mentioned to do around the mother's health like what might be happening going on with the family um, yeah it's kind of it really is that bracket and so it's quite specific as opposed to a nannying role that might come in later four to six months of child care it really is helping the parents and um, yeah all aspects of newborn care so as you said very very similar to what Karatani used to do, and also what Mothercraft used to do. However, Mothercraft was slightly different as well because you had to have a, a nursing degree to do that. Um, they also abolished that training, unfortunately, down here. Um, so it's not a nursing degree at all, it's just a qualification which can cross credit at certain points into doing a degree if we wanted to.
0: Okay. And just tell me,
1: how did you actually get into that line of work? Um, Well I come from a long line of midwives (laughs) and so my mother's side and nursing uh, and I've always loved children. Uh, I did a lot of nannying when I was younger and to be fair I sort of fell into doing newborns. Basically people knew I was nannying and I was getting requests for younger and younger and younger and I think my first newborn I did around age. 20 um where she had literally been born that day um and it was a doctor that asked me if I could come and assist and that's what I guess developed my love and fascination for that really newborn period
0: okay all right so if I was if I was currently pregnant and I was looking to utilize those services. I mean, I'm st- like, what type of things would you be doing to help me in that first tri- fourth trimester, you know, because there is a lot going on. So what would kind of a typical day look like for you or what would, or like, what would your services actually entail? Say if I contacted you and I was pregnant and I really felt like I needed a hand in that fourth trimester, you know, potentially, let's say my partner worked a lot, wasn't going to be around that much um, during that fourth trimester and I knew that I was going to need some extra help because I'm a new mom and I'm a little bit unsure maybe my family's not around
1: like what would that look like yeah so I mean exactly what you said I get a grips as to what the family are like and also <laughs> a bit of what I can gauge off their personalities, it's hard sometimes if I'm first off meeting them mm-hmm. um, and we, I like to be as flexible as possible because I think you never quite know what is going to come of a newborn, what you're going to feel like, how easy, I don't like using that term but you know some are, there's a little bit more challenging cases, some are super easy and the parents think they're, swifting through it and I want to be able to support that
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, so it's yeah it's finding out sort of the family dynamic Um, a lot of us a lot of sorry a lot of families will get us to come in straight away as soon as they're home from the hospital Mm -hmm. um, just to be there for that night support Um, and from that we Basically do as much or as little as you want. I always encourage the parents to get us to do as much as we can do at Mm -hmm. the start so that they can get the rest. Both mums and dads need the rest and mums particularly if they're breastfeeding for milk supply. Mm -hmm. Um, So what we would typically do is we would do all duties to do with the baby So um, whether, I mean, the first couple of weeks, you're probably not going to be settling. The babies are feeding on demand. So every time they need to be fed, um, either taking into the mother or the mother, again, it's working out what they want, the mother coming to the baby's bedroom um, and feeding. Or if some mothers that choose not to breastfeed, um, we just do all the bottles and therefore settling, putting back down. Um, any nursery duties so I mean early days is probably less but it's obviously nappy changing changing the bins making sure everything is beautiful and tidy and hygienic um, we keep a little log of what's happening so that the parents know anything we pick up on as to what the baby likes doesn't like because you can tell in those first few days mm-hmm. even their personalities, I believe. So whether they like to be settled a certain way or not, and we're basically just there as an education and support for the parents. So some oh. mums will be really involved in that first bit, and that's what they want, and I'm all for that too. And then others just really want the rest, and we basically do it all, which I'm also for, because mm-hmm. I think they should rest as much as they can in that time frame.
0: Yeah. Um, and- So so to help them just recover and then when they're feeling a little bit stronger, say recover from the birth and when they're feeling a little bit stronger, you can kind of like introduce them to all of the things that you've learned. Is that
1: kind of? Yeah, exactly. And as, yeah, as I was saying, the sort of two weeks are a little bit AWOL at the start anyway, because you feed Mm -hmm. on demand. It's all about, and I try and encourage like the skin to skin and things like that where I can. With parents, but a lot of it will go in one ear and out the other because they're exhausted or overwhelmed. Um, and so, as you said, yeah, just letting them get that rest. We kind of do the hard groundwork, and that doesn't mean that the baby isn't bonding with them in any way. They're getting like this amazing rest to be the best parents they can be. And then, yeah, we can gradually start to sort of update them with what we've found out about the baby and teach them how to do it themselves
0: because you were saying that like each baby's got its own unique kind of personality and likes and dislikes starting from the very beginning. So you can help them, I guess, understand that. So it's almost like you're translating yeah, your baby whispering.
1: Yes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. And I think when you're really like, now you say it when you're really exhausted and you've just had this massive pregnancy and given birth. And again, the dads are so involved in it all and exhausted too. It's often really hard to be able to see, see that and what you might overwhelm yourself trying to think oh my gosh do they like this do they not whereas we can come in no emotion (laughs) attached fresh Mm. eyes and be like she hates being jiggled or she Mm -hmm. really likes this or and yeah exactly be able to identify that for families and that is something we will not know until they're born Mm,
0: right I mean that's really interesting so you've almost kind of got like that one step back kind of view so you can have a look at the whole picture and then be able to help in that. Yeah. That's really interesting. Now you also mentioned something about night nursing
1: in there. Is that, did you, yeah. So you do, you do that as well. Yeah. So we can do, again, it's as much or as little. So some clients will get us to do 24 hour blocks. Mm -hmm. Um, Some might just want us to come in the nights and give them some support Um, So yeah, nights is very much a night shift, night duty. We're not there to sleep, which you won't really get anyway at the Mm -hmm. first part. Um, We're wide awake watching your baby, watching everything that they do. Um, And parents find this really helpful, obviously, because a lot of them need their sleep at night. In saying that, I thoroughly encourage if you engage in our services to get some day support because the day, eventually once we're on a routine, always depicts the night and you can learn a lot more as opposed to overnight and me writing notes whereas the day I can really sort of stand on top of you and be able to explain why this is happening or this particular sound and I think people are a bit more with it in the day.
0: (laughs) Right I'd like to come back to that kind of day predicts the night kind of train of thought but I think Mm -hmm. first it might be good to kind of go through you know what services you do offer because we've kind of already touched on that a little bit so you know there's there's night support in there you know so what because you you're the founder of mummy's whispers so talk to us a little bit about that because we've kind of been talking a little bit about your personal experience and how you can help but let's talk about mummy's whispers because the business is actually really really valuable to women that are pregnant that are postnatal I know you do offer a range of services so let's talk about what kind of services you do offer and you know who can actually access those services
1: Sure. Yeah. So I I um, said the maternity nursing, which I guess fundamentally is what we were, but you're 100% right. I guess we've developed, not everyone wants all of that work as mm-hmm. well. So we offer a range of services that I hope cover most parents' needs. So this could be things like coming in and doing a consult. So almost like troubleshooting for families. These are generally two hours long. We can extend them. Um, And it may be, yeah, a family that is just having a particular problem, just wants someone to come and see it. We can actually offer these via Zoom as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I love to be able to come in if we can, (laughs) because I think you can pick up on just a little bit more. But in saying that, if we've already done like the one consult in person, Zoom is completely adequate the next Mm -hmm. time that you need it um we also offer sleep consulting so that can be at any stage for children under five um and that's specific around sleep and sleep needs which we know happens at various times with regressions progressions um developmental so we've got a few different packages that are specific to that Mm -hmm. um we can also tailor it around babies too obviously you can't sleep Consult babies, we can just do practice and advice. Um, so, we've got a package for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also introduced more recently a newborn program, and that was something that came up from kind of what I was explaining our maternity nurse services. Some people might book us one lot of 24 hours a week or they might book us six lots of 24 hours a week and what I was finding is there were particularly in New Zealand and Australia which is great there's lots of families that don't want that much help or someone around all the time and so the newborn program gives the first 12 weeks a zoom every week Mm
0: -hmm. along with
1: a few other bits and pieces so it's totally catered to you and your family and your baby but allows you to put in the work and then we check in the next week as to what's happened, where we're at developmentally. So it's almost like getting that package, but for parents that are really keen to do it themselves or just don't feel like they need that much hands-on approach. So it's, um, it's like an extra support service. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, there are so many. Uh, we've tried to come up with everything under the sun that comes to parents' minds. So there's add-ons like text message support during the week. Mm. You might have had a consult and you really want that extra support. We've had clients that book it maybe for six months just to get the text message support. Um, and then I guess more recently too we have opened a subscription service where you can actually log on online and it's a bit like the text message support but it's Mm -hmm. a bit more general and someone will get back to you within 24 hours and it's a bit of a community Mm -hmm. um, for any parents to ask questions to get free downloads things like that so again I guess appealing to the wider audience, people that might just want a little bit of advice here and there or a bit of support here and there and also people that do not live local to where we might have people that could come in person. Right. So it's
0: kind of like you've got, you've got like a few different options there from yeah. that I can decipher from like a very hands on approach where you're available to them for, you know, 24 hours a day for blocks of days to maybe, you know, all the way through to, I guess, some extra community kind of support where you can ask questions. And I, I mean, I can imagine that would be very helpful i don't know a lot about that newborn kind of stage obviously the fourth trimester is really important but i do know how kind of transformative it is and there's not always so much i guess support like once everyone's been to visit the baby and they've all had a little cuddle and it's kind of like all the novelties worn off and the mums kind of left at home all day with their baby and it's like especially first-time mums that don't quite know what they're doing and dad's at work and they're just left at home all day with their baby I can imagine that can be quite like it can be you you would probably need the extra support
1: yeah I mean as um, I said, which we'll get into about my pregnancy journey. I've learned that more than ever now. Mm. I always knew parents benefited off support, but seeing now going through my own journey, mm-hmm. um, I just, it would be completely overwhelming. <laughs> just having a child and not having the support or knowing perhaps what to do as well. Sometimes you just need that extra hand or opinion or whatever, just so that you know you're doing the right thing.
0: Mm. So, I mean, we've, we've opened this, we've opened this kind of corridor, so we might as well go down it now. So you're currently 37, are you 37 or 38 weeks pregnant? 38 tomorrow Tammy that's exciting so let's talk about your pregnancy experience a little bit you know so you've got a lot of experience with newborns this Mm -hmm. is your first pregnancy Mm. tell me how your pregnancy experience has been different to say what you potentially expected it to be
1: yeah, I could never have imagined it to be like this. I would have thought um, I would know a bit about pregnant. I mean, I do know a bit about pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, and perhaps it's all a learning curve to empower other women and make me better at my career as well um but yeah no it really has been a journey and also an eye-opener that every pregnancy like every newborn is completely different Mm -hmm. um and I guess I have this really different understanding now of women that have a baby because they must just be, I'm sure not all pregnancies are like this, but they must just be exhausted by the time they come. It is absolutely exhausting Mm -hmm. being pregnant. Um, And I mean, I am in absolute awe of women that work right up until the baby is born. I just, I have is beyond me how someone can possibly do that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I could never have fathomed for someone Mm -hmm. that I would have thought would have known a pretty good idea about pregnancy, um, all the ins and outs and things that come with it and the feelings and yeah, and every trimester it hasn't been, you know, one sort of block where everything is normal. There is always something (laughs) hitting you
0: transition and transformation kind of thing um so I have a question for you which is kind of you know in in my mind you know you've got so much experience with newborns and other people's children Mm -hmm. how do you think this experience is going to be different you with your own baby have you have you had taken some time to give that a little bit of thought you know your pregnancy experience has been so different to what you were expecting you know have you given some thought to
1: what your kind of newborn experience is going to be like Yes, I have. And I think it's going to be nothing like what I practice to everybody. (laughs) I'm really going to try because I know things that work. Um, Mm -hmm. But I guess the biggest thing that springs to me is the hormones and how you feel. And so doing my job for other people, there is no hormones. There's no emotional connection. I can quit Mm. and I can see things how they are. And I feel like that is something I might struggle with. And I've heard from other maternity nurses and things have said the same. They're like, it's so different, even for long sleep consultants, when you have your own, um, Mm. you're super amplified. For example, one of the things in pregnancy is I didn't realize I knew when the baby was born, you're amplified to their cry.
0: Mm. I'm actually
1: amplified now to any senses around me, anything that suddenly makes me jump, you're kind of in fight or fright all the time. Um, Mm. And that was something I didn't realise would happen. So I can hear things, they feel like miles away and I have earplugs and things over. So I wonder what it'll be like when my own baby cries. Um, And again, it Mm. gives me a deeper understanding of our clientele, but how will I react to that? So I'm kind of putting, I would like to practice what I preach, but mm. also not putting too much pressure on myself that it will be different because I have all of this going on this time as well. Mm. Um So, yeah, I I have given it some thought. And then also um, my partner as well. It's very different if I go into a family, I can say what I believe to the mums and dads, but I've also got to take him into consideration where it's his child too. Mm. Will he be happy with a bit of crying or whatever? um so yeah I think it'll be no I didn't even even think I didn't even think about that factor (laughs) I kept thinking he would be worse he'd be jumping to her attention you can't leave her but mm. now that I have all these hormones going I I don't know if I will be like that too mm. um so yeah it'll be very interesting to see but I do think it will be different of Mm. course having all of that
0: yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. I think, I think so too. I mean, I, I think it would kind of be similar to like a coach that were like a coach that works in this area as a pregnancy and postnatal specialist falling pregnant themselves and they're not being able to train or something like that, you know, so that's where, that's where that kind of con like mind concept comes from. Um, so just tell me what's the most important thing that you've learned during your pregnancy?
1: I Think the best advice, which is learning, is actually what my mother gave me because I have they normally a- give the best advice, don't they? <laughs> they do, and I felt that I have complained the entire time and become this person that actually I don't even like hearing my own voice. It's so she funny. said to me, Is remember every day, and it's so funny because I say this to mothers and fathers with newborns as well. Mm. Um, remember every Day, you'll never get that day back, and Mm -hmm. it's actually really special to be growing that human. You'll never have her in there again. You might have another child, but it'll be completely different. And Mm -hmm. that is what I say to parents that have absolutely (laughs) but at their wits' end with the newborn phase. it's also the time I say, just remember, Mm -hmm. she will never, she or he will never be this day again. Mm -hmm. And when my mum said that to me, first of all, it made me feel a bit sad, Mm -hmm. and then I was like, that is so true, like all those painful things that are happening to me I will never actually get that back so Mm -hmm. to I think appreciate find a way to appreciate it even if it can be really tough and I think that was like my biggest learning thing and that's what I would definitely say to new parents now as well.
0: Mm. I mean I know I definitely kind of use that kind of concept for women especially if you know they're struggling to get their figure back after their pregnancy you know like because there's a lot that happens especially when you even at like nine months 12 months and you know their body isn't quite how they would like it but it's almost like I kind of need to remind them that the time that they have with their children now they're never going to be able to get back, whereas their bodies, you know, and I think we just need to be a bit more gentle with ourselves and that their bodies will always be able to change, but you know, you can always go back and work on it, but you're never going to be able to go back and get that time back with your children while they're young. So I think, you know, just taking some of that pressure off and I always just kind of remind them, like, I think if you were more focused on working on your body than you were on, you know, turning up as the best version of yourself for your, for your yeah. child, that would be a concern to me. But, you know, like, yes, these two things are really important, but I think it's all about like that prioritization, you know, and, yeah. and appreciating where you're at and being able to prioritize what's actually really important. And then sometimes you just need to reorder that prioritization. And then sometimes you can bring that back up you know your, your training and like working on your figure it's just there might be times that you need to just park that for a moment
1: and also how amazing is it that your body uh, and this is again something that I've learned can create a whole human like a whole nother organ and so I, I mean I'm the worst at sort of body slamming myself and then that is a really important Point, oh, Tammy mm-hmm. and same with when she's born is actually your body's sound the most incredible thing mm-hmm. it's nice to it it's like mm-hmm. insane what it can do and how it moves and grows and um, yeah I think we could all be a little bit patient on what our figures mm-hmm. or what we perhaps like because it's a, incredible the process oh it's like
0: It never ceases to amaze me. That's one of the reasons why I think I'm so like, I guess, let's just call it obsessed because from a physiological perspective, what the female body goes through and all of the insane amount of changes in all aspects from your brain to your like, your your neurons to your like physical body that like the organs that it grows it's just incredible Amazing. so I mean I think it's so fascinating Amazing. um so I can talk about that all the time so just I'm um, just got a couple more questions for you so do you think that having a child of your own is going to change how you kind of approach your career or the kind of work that you do
1: um it's certainly as I said given me a different understanding um mm. I don't believe you need to have children to be able to do our job well no, absolutely not same um, me. Yeah, yeah as yeah. I know you know too in fact sometimes it may even benefit not because you as I said you don't have that emotional um connection mm. but I yeah, I mean, I do think it's given me a much greater understanding and certainly given me an opportunity where I'm slightly insane. I've booked into some university papers, but to learn more about like biology and right. um, I guess have more of a deeper understanding of what is going on more than what I knew and um, But in terms of, yeah, I mean, that's in my mind what it provides me as a career, but I don't believe, yeah, you need to necessarily have children to be really good at what we do either. No, I
0: definitely understand that. So mm-hmm. so moving forwards in your career, like are you making any changes to Mummy's Whispers or how you operate in there? I mean, you've made what you're doing some university papers around biology. What's that yeah. is that for is that to help have a little bit more understanding about what the mums are going through when they've just had the
1: babies? Um, actually, and form the forming of the baby. So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I had these great plans to do midwifery, not Mm -hmm. to become a midwife, but simply to get the medical background. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I guess because pregnant, well, as you know, it's, for trimesters mm-hmm. and onwards and what, what pregnancy has taught me is I really did not know that much. I know from maybe 36, 37 weeks pregnant onwards and then then newborn to grown up phase really really well Mm. um so I would really like that understanding of knowing the whole package how it works Mm. um and yeah I guess that that's kind of been what has inspired me more than anything um also I guess that's the one downplay in our job we do have ladies that work for us that are registered nurses Mm -hmm. um so they can of course give medical advice however I'm not authorised to do so. So um, going back, I think what we were saying is I'm an OCN registered maternity nurse, but that's only valid in the UK. So in New Zealand and Australia, you're not really supposed to use the term nurse unless Mm. you're registered. Mm. Um, And it's a little bit confusing because we get a lot of European clients here. So they would call us that Um, but that's where kind of I guess the crossover is whereas if I could be a registered nurse as well I can give more um candid medical advice whereas I just don't um that's not our role at all we can Mm. think something but we have to refer them to a specialist
0: yeah right so what is the most common misconception about what you do
1: probably that that we are a nurse um Mm -hmm. Or we work in hospitals. So funny enough, with Karatani in New Zealand, you could work as mm. I have worked in hospitals. And mm. that's what makes it even more confusing. Um, Australia, as far as I'm aware of, they don't actually allow it here. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would say that is it, that is it, or that we are a nanny. Um, and mm. again, nannies are absolutely brilliant and they 100 percent have their place, but we have a way different skill set. In fact, I'm all for the nannies taking over at six months or whatever because they are much more catered to that age group as well.
0: Right. So you really are just specialising in that kind of nought to six month early, early fourth trimester, and then that extra kind of three months afterwards.
1: Yeah, and I mean, we say zero to one, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and we, uh, because obviously there we know the regressions and progressions and there's so much that goes on so I'd say we are specialized in that but when it comes mm-hmm. down to uh, more the development and what foods to eat and stuff I feel our role is much better the zero to six and then you hand over to someone else that, that you can then come back and forth if you need consults for sleep things mm-hmm. like that but yeah with that specialty zero to six I guess right now I
0: know that you've done quite a lot of work with surrogacy and same sex couples. I mean, I'm quite interested
1: in this. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? Yes, this is something I am so, so passionate about. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe every person has the right to have a family if they want it. And thank God for surrogacy because Mm -hmm. that has allowed us to do it. Um, It is extremely fascinating, science wise. I mean, obviously done via IVF, but yeah, there's so, I mean, it is a whole nother field in itself, so many facets to it, Um, so many different types of families that want it for so many different reasons, Um, but yeah, I'm hugely passionate about it because it is providing people with the children they long for that they may have been told they couldn't have, or as you said, there are two gay dads so Mm. they know ultimately they can't have a child together unless they get an egg donor Mm. Um, so it's amazing and you get lots of really interesting families and family dynamics it's a yeah a great area to work in. Mm, I
0: can imagine it'd be quite rewarding.
1: Yeah it is and they all I guess the nicest thing is they all really wanted that child Mm. Um, I mean it's very rare to come across people that don't but you know some of them could be a 15 year journey to mm. get that child so they want to do it the right way and learn everything they can and mm. yeah it's a, it is a really rewarding space to work in I guess knowing the length of time to a lot of families might engage in us literally five or six years before their baby is actually born so oh, wow. yeah it's a long journey and I, I personally absolutely
0: love it. Okay. So how can you help people during pregnancy? I mean, a lot of what we've talked about today is kind of um, like in that naught to six month area. How can you help people during their pregnancy journey? Like how can you provide support in that kind of area? Is that something
1: that you do as well? We do to an extent and probably should do more. Now I know more. (laughs) Um, So what we previously did is often clients will book or engage with us even as early as 12 weeks pregnant. I've actually had people... engage with us when they got their pregnancy test back. And I I do do. say, I mean, obviously that is really early, so there's Mm -hmm. more of a risk to that, but it's also not stupid because we book out, particularly if you want us in advance. Mm -hmm. Um, So dependent when they decide, right, we're definitely going ahead, the baby's going ahead, Um, we can provide any kind of support that they need in order for preparation, so previously this has been um, a lot of us asked the sort of products we use um, what is essential for a nursery and we have trialed and t- tested everything and we right. constantly are and we've got our go-tos and what not to blow your money on what's definitely worth investing in um, so a I lot I think that's of- really important so I like it's so important because
0: you see so many of these like lists of things to buy and do and they're actually quite overwhelming you speak oh. to any kind of you speak to any parent and they typically like we ask them like did you really need all that stuff and they're like absolutely not I mean just a perfect example of this this is quite funny but my nephew wouldn't sleep in his cot they ended up having to put him in a cardboard box <laughs> in between them if you know yeah. what I meant and he was happy as a clam you know, like in a cardboard box you, in between so like if you, if you know what I mean, like. Yeah. And, and he was like, "You, they've just spent all this money on like cots and bassinets, and like you know, like." And here he is sleeping in a cardboard box. But I mean, that's that's totally beside the point. But you do look at some of these lists, and they are so overwhelming. So I even know. just having some kind of guidance as to what, what is actually very necessary to, you know, what is maybe like nice to have versus really need to have. I think that would be super helpful for, for like soon to be parents, just to have an understanding around that. And even, even in terms of understanding what kind of products you would recommend, like what's probably going to be the best type of product to buy rather than like going around and testing them all, you know, like yeah. especially if you're time poor, like having someone to be like, actually this is what we recommend and I think you should go with this. It would be so much easier. Do you have yeah, some yeah. kind
1: of list like that? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because nothing annoys me more than the baby stores too. Mm. They've the say I. I think parents, and look, this is a general thing because the Mm. baby stores are brilliant, but parents go in and they are sales staff. They will sell you whatever Mm. they can. And you're right, there there is actually a lot of things that are needed for a baby anyway, although we try and simplify it. And it actually makes the whole thing completely overwhelming. And I just cannot believe what parents come home with, or multiples, they're told to get Mm. multiples. And I, yeah, exactly as you said, we've got a list that is like, this is the bare basics. This Mm. is what you could get. This is a couple of variations. If you want to get the expensive, you know, it's a much different price point, but it does offer this. Um, Mm. We make it really, really easy for them. And sure, people will always buy what they want anyway, and people get given things. but and it's how can different. people access that list you have to book a bus okay <laughs> All right. well no, that's fair enough you're like yeah uh, so so they, that's kind of, I guess that was kind of like the prep um and also because it's always updated because there's yeah. always new products Mm. um but yeah we give it to parents I always ask them if they want it because some parents want to do it on their own accord Mm. um or otherwise I say look reach out at any time in the pregnancy and I might get a text in a few months going we're deciding between this and this what do you think Mm. and I'll Mm. say oh look I love this one um or the pros and cons of both it's very rare for us to come across a product or something that we haven't used or seen
0: yeah I mean that's super valuable so I definitely Mm. that would definitely be worthwhile even just to save you either some time or some you know money money down the track it's probably money well spent to like just get that kind of curated list 100% and I know that we're going to have to wrap up kind of soon so just before we go I do have one last question for you and that would be what is the one thing that you wish that women knew before they had a baby, or one thing that they knew or did before they had a baby, what would that be? Go to
1: Tammy. Truly, ah. <laughs> <laughs> really. yeah. I, um, I think the most important, and I, I'm saying this <laughs> genuinely, Tammy the most important thing, and again, something I've learned was really looking after myself. Mm. And that meant, you know, checking with an osteo, checking with a physio, getting. Mm the exercise, even if you feel rubbish, you Mm -hmm. have some little bit of accountability, Mm. Um, and I can just see reflecting of all, even though I would feel like parts of my pregnancy were very challenging, reflecting back, I was like, I always know that I went to to you and did that little (laughs) bit of fitness, even if I (laughs) groaned the whole time. Um, (laughs) Went to physio, went to an osteo, and really, like, looked after me a hundred percent because, because yeah. I can't even imagine what I would be like now if I hadn't done any of mm. that I just and I realized there's a cost involved but also they say you should never put a price on your health and we're happy to spend thousands on our babies mm-hmm. spend it on yourself ladies
0: <laughs> yeah I listen i you're preaching to the choir here and I kind of, I kind of always view myself as the person that's looking after the mum. Whereas, you know, there's so much, everything is like baby centric. I kind of view my role as looking after the mum and making sure that she's okay because, you know, there's so much focus on the baby through the whole journey, making sure that the baby's okay. It's actually so much
1: more important to make sure that the mum's okay or equally important and I think also I mean that in itself is like as you know a support network as well but Mm -hmm. I think making sure that's also something I've learned is that you've got a support network set up um for assistance because again I didn't know I'd be so less able these Mm. few weeks coming to pregnancy and I don't really other than my amazing support team like you and the Oscar and I don't really have a lot of people that can help me at very or I don't want to ask them to cook me Mm. a dinner or whatever Mm. so I guess that again makes me have an even deeper understanding of why people would employ us is have Mm. that even if it's only the first three days or whatever Mm. that you get home someone that is there that can help you to rest recover that you just don't have to just uh, yeah yeah because it would be
0: it would be overwhelming now before we totally wrap up so you do work in sleep you're like a sleep consultant as well is that Okay, so how would you feel about coming back and talking a little bit more specifically about sleep? Yeah,
1: absolutely. I'm so passionate about it. And again, it's something that is not stock standard and there's always new information. So even mm. my methods, if you'd perhaps engaged in us five years ago, are probably mm. different again. So I would absolutely yeah. love to. And as you said, it's a whole another. Yeah, topic. That, I mean, together. this is like a
0: whole other topic. All right, well... Yeah hopefully when i see you next and we talk about sleep we can kind of have a little bit of a take to see how you're going as life as a new mom and then we can talk about how you've kind of implemented some practices your own practices into looking after your own wee babe
1: yeah that's a great idea you'll be able to get all the candid feedback 100 i'm looking well. i'm looking forward to that well good luck and thank
0: you so thank much for you. your time today caroline And if you're hearing this message, I want to say a huge thank you because it means that you've listened to this entire episode. Of course, if you have any questions about the things that we covered in this episode, or want to know more about me or my other projects, you can find me on YouTube and Instagram at The Pregnancy Process. For those currently in their conception or pregnancy journey, you can actually apply to join my complimentary, but private community, The Preggy Training Crew. And you'll find my community application and social media links in the episode description. And of course, if you enjoyed this episode, I absolutely encourage you to share it with other women just like you, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.